The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Pacific Life. Protecting generations of families for 150 years, that's the power of Pacific. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, November 20th. In today's news, cult leader Charles Manson has died at the age of 83. The White House says it's willing to strike the health care provisions from the tax bill to get it through the Senate. And anxiety related to the Russia investigation is growing among White House aides. But first, the big idea. Donald Trump's new opposition to imports of elephant trophies shows what can influence the president. Last week, the Trump administration announced it would end an Obama-era ban on big-game trophy hunting, specifically elephant hunting, in Zimbabwe and Zambia. The White House press secretary aggressively defended that change. Then, on Friday night, the president tweeted that he was putting the decision on hold so that he could study it. Sunday night, Trump tweeted that elephant hunting is, quote, a horror show, and he suggested that he plans to permanently block imports of elephant trophies. Why the change of heart? Trump faced blowback from conservative television personalities, and there were compelling visuals. That combination apparently packed more of a punch than his interior secretary, his sons, and their allies in the hunting industry. Conservative radio host Michael Savage, who's very popular with the Trump base, and Fox News anchor Laura Ingram, who recently published a pro-Trump book, both spoke out against getting rid of the Obama-era policy. Several other conservative media personalities thanked Trump for coming to the rescue of the mascot for his adopted party. Trump retweeted two of them this weekend, Greta Van Susteren and Piers Morgan. Likely more important than anything the talking heads said, though, the cable news channels that Trump watches so much aired B-roll of wounded elephants being slaughtered. That would tug at the heartstrings of most human beings, but we know from the past that Trump is especially susceptible to these kinds of visuals. Recall his decision to reverse course and order airstrikes on Syria in April. When Trump began receiving his intelligence briefings in January, his team told the intelligence community that the president is a visual learner, and they asked that his briefers cut down on the number of words in the daily briefing book and instead use more pictures. It was those images, gruesome photos of a chemical weapon attack on Syrian civilians, that moved Trump, who ran on a platform of non-intervention, to authorize the launch of cruise missiles. Also, unlike his sons Don Jr. and Eric, who have gone on African safaris and killed elephants and posted pictures of them, Trump himself dislikes hunting, so he's less willing to take the heat for permitting trophy sports anyway. Bottom line, the spotlight matters. How much attention a policy gets affects the degree to which it's on Trump's radar. For example, the administration announced last month that it would lift import bans on lion trophies, but this news received little coverage in the press or pushback from prominent people. Expect the White House to get pressed hard today on whether the president is now going to reconsider the lion policy. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, cult leader Charles Manson died yesterday at a hospital in California at the age of 83. In 1969, Manson's lemming-like followers staged a bloody two-night murder rampage in Los Angeles that gripped the city with fear and shocked the nation. One of those killed was actress Sharon Tate. Manson has been serving a life sentence. The California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation said he died of natural causes. Number two, Trump's budget advisor, Mick Mulvaney, says the White House is willing to strike 
a health care provision out of the Senate's tax bill if the provision continues to be an obstacle to its passage. The measure in question would repeal the individual mandate, a key component of the Affordable Care Act. It's emerged as a major sticking point for Republican Senator Susan Collins of Maine, who derailed the health care bill this summer and whose vote the White House needs for tax cuts. She says the issue needs to be dealt with separately. Republicans can lose just two senators on the final vote, which would allow Mike Pence to cast a tie-breaking vote. Democrats are not expected to support the bill, as was the case when the House passed its version last week. Number three, White House aides and others in Trump's close orbit are increasingly divided in their assessments of special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election. It's now been six months since the probe began, Some in the White House avoid the mere mention of Russia or the investigation, although a few engage in grim gallows humor, privately joking about wiretapping one another. Others, including Trump, take solace in the reassurances of White House lawyer Ty Cobb, who keeps telling them that Mueller will be wrapping up his probe soon. Others say that's crazily naive to think. The investigation reached a critical turning point in recent weeks, and Mueller's investigators are expected to interview White House Communications Director Hope Hicks, White House Counsel Don McGahn, and others in the coming weeks. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, November 20th. You can read more about Trump's change of heart on elephants at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Hellman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.